Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. How we sees it, episode 218. Uh, we're back this week uh, after a small break for uh, uh, one of our hosts was dying, uh, but he, <laughs> he, he survived somehow. Uh, but this week we're going to talk about uh, Disney's Marvel's animated series, What If, season one. Um, I believe this one came out in 2021, um, and then season two dropped this year, or I guess it was last year in, in 2023. So, but uh, we we didn't get a chance to do it season one before, so we're gonna hit all of season one right now. Talk about the whole all nine episodes, and and uh, then next week we're gonna cover season two of of Disney's What If. So uh, I'm I'm excited about that. Um, I know uh, Steve, you you and uh, Bo said that you didn't get to see season two, which is probably better for you going into this one. But uh, I think you're gonna be excited. Well, it it I guess it depends on what you think of this one on how you'll think of the next one. Okay. So, uh, that guy that just said, okay, that's my, my uh, <laughs> co-host there, Steve. Uh, how you doing, Steve? I'm good. I'm here for you. I'm, my voice is holding up a little better than yours. So <laughs> if you need a break, just, just hand the baton over here. Right. It, it's been, it's been a month. I think this is the longest break yeah. we've had since we started this podcast. So it feels, yeah. it feels good to be, uh, back in the chair and, uh, hanging out with you guys. So. If I could have done it, I would have, but nobody would have heard me, and it would just been coughs and cough and cough, and yeah. So uh, I'm glad we were able to take that break. And if if you are still listening, you're an, uh, and you're a, uh, a seasoned listener, and, and every week I uh, hope you understand that we're back. Uh, we didn't abandon you. We're, we're going to be here for as long as we can keep doing this, but uh, we got sidetracked. Uh, with us again this week, because uh, with all Marvel, we got our buddy Bo. How you doing, Bo? Doing all right. Thanks. Uh, don't forget, everybody, to download, rate, and review. And, uh, yeah, other than that, um, hope everybody's doing well. Missed uh, doing these and missed uh, <laughs> seeing your guys' faces. I know nobody else can see your faces, but, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, it's, it's, it's just you know, it was a highlight for me every three weeks to, to get together with you guys. So, yeah, glad, it, glad you're better, Noah. I agree. You know what? I did. I did miss it. It was one of those things is like it was nice having a break because I didn't feel like, oh, you have to keep watching all this stuff. But it was also one of those like, yeah, I'm not seeing my friends. I'm not talking to my friends. And and I really enjoy putting these podcasts out for people. You know, we're, we're not Joe Rogan numbers, but uh, you know, I'll, take, I'll take whatever we can get. Uh, uh, I say that because I just I started to listen to Joe Rogan again. I about every six or seven months, I'll listen to him for about a week and just run through and get my, my fix on him and then I'll jump onto something else. And so, uh, that was last week. Nice. So, also with us. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, if you're talking about podcasts, um, I started listening to a new podcast just recently cause I got caught up on some other ones and it is called the villain was right. Oh yeah. I've listened to those before. It. Oh, I've heard it. I highly one. recommend it. It's really good. It's, uh, 
you name the movie, they've done almost 400 movies, but you name yeah. the movie and they look at it from what if the villain was the hero and other people yeah. were the villain kind of a thing. It's just really interesting. I listened to the one today where they did Jurassic Park. Yeah. And they, uh, they, from the you point know, of view of the dinosaurs or from, from who? No. Well, they're saying, well, they're saying, they're saying the villain was uh, Newman. Like yeah, that's okay. one of the villains is one of the, okay. the Newmans, but they, they what He's they always said was referred to as Newman regardless. Okay. Yeah, no, I, forgot, <laughs> I, forgot, I, I, I can't place his real name, but the other thing they do Newman. is, um, the, the, the thing that they said, they compared it to a couple people in the movie and they couldn't decide. They, they had two different views of it. One said that it was uh, the male archaeologist. I'm drawing a blank on his name. They, one pe one person said he was the villain just because of the way he acted and treated the children and all that. And then but they also say the grandpa wasn't the grandpa. The, grandpa, the, the yeah. grandpa's the other villain. Yeah. The grandpa, they, they kind of came to, to the point where he was like so reckless and careless that he was actually the true villain. And, and he yeah. was the one that, I actually yeah. have listened to that one. Um, yeah, they they do some great ones. Um, I've listened to them for some, you know, like I do for all of our stuff. I listen to to different ones. Yeah. And they're 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 a very good one. Uh, Wayne Knight is uh, Wayne uh, Knight, that's Newman, right. yeah, Newman's yeah, yeah. real name. Um, yes. Also, I wanted to get to this now though. Uh, with us as always on our Marvel and some of our other great podcasts is our friend Nina. How you doing, Nina? I'm doing very well, and I am glad you are feeling so much better, Noah. I was worried. It really was. You're not the only one. I looked in the mirror sometimes and go, "What the hell's wrong with you?" I know. I mean, three three it, doctor visits it took. Oof. I mean, For someone I know, who doesn't like going know, to the doctor too. Right. Yeah, I know. I know you guys are not. Uh, you know, we we don't do a video version of this, but if you guys could see Noah, he is just he's he's always he's always seems to be in the the top health and he's always talking about all the exercising he's doing and i just when he said he was too sick to to do this i'm like oh no this is <laughs> terrible this must be really really bad yeah. i literally i did nothing for three weeks i mean it was one of those things is like i i i, I get you know tired just taking the trash out i'm like what the hell's wrong oh, man oh, wow. so, i think a lot of it had to do with i was getting no sleep um which, I'm, you know, uh, I also just got diagnosed with sleep apnea and I'm going to get one of the, the breathing machines here soon. So we'll see how that does. But, yeah, I literally was waking up about every uh, 10 to 15 minutes for about oh, two weeks straight. Um, and, yeah, it just it wrecked me solid. So, but, yeah, I'm back now and uh, I'm glad because uh, I've been I've been excited to talk about this. What if I remember watching it when it first came out um, and uh, I really enjoyed some of the episodes not so <laughs> much all of them um but uh i in the in the overall i thought it was a lot of fun and i thought there's a lot of cool things they could do with it and it really is gonna it's gonna hit different with different people because it's a chance to ask different questions in the marvel universe and i thought you know well just you know real quick we're starting off with that very first season uh first episode we had a what if um peggy carter uh got the super serum instead of uh, um, Rogers. And this is this is an easy, fun what if to do because it's a simple one change and it really flips a bunch of stuff on its head. And I just, I enjoyed that episode so much. <clears throat> the other cool part about it as I liked is they've got, they got a lot of the actors back to do the voices and Haley mm -hmm. Atwall, who's one of my favorites, was back uh, to voice um, 
Peggy Carter. Um, but even better than that, you know, you want to talk about a, a kind of a voice that just rings through. Uh, one of the main characters in the What If is uh, the Watcher, and he was uh, um, voiced by Jeffrey Wright. And he did such an incredible job that he brought this this gravitas and this personality to the watcher, which, uh, you know, I was reading about it and they said that in the beginning, they wrote him as this very, um, kind of pulled back in a way from, uh, from what they, uh, from what they, um, you know, he was more just kind of a boring character. And they said, when they heard him read it, they're like, Oh no, this guy's got personality. We're, we're going to bring this into it. <laughs> yeah. So they kind of, they took his voice and wrote it into his character, which I thought was great. Yeah. Um, he is great. He's in a, uh, he's in Westworld. Yes. He was right. on Westworld and he was also in played a small role in the movie game night, which is another one of our guilty <laughs> pleasure kind of movies. It's a very, right. very funny movie. It's Jason Bateman, Kyle Chandler, Rachel McAdams. And, uh, I forget the guy's name, but oh, Landry is in it from Friday Night Lights. Uh, okay. And then also, uh, if you guys watch The New Girl, anybody watch The New Girl? Uh, you I know, I have. Season, but, yeah. 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 So Winnie the Bish, the the black the black guy that lives is a neighbor or something like that. He, his nickname was Winnie the Bish. Anyway, he's in it too, and he's he's really funny. It's it's a it's a pretty funny. I think I've seen that um, movie, but I'm series. not positive. It's a pretty funny movie. I would check it out for sure. It's yeah. uh, it cracks me up. And then we got American Fiction in the theaters right now that we're going to cover. Uh, oh right, yeah. on our Oscar yeah. episode uh, in a couple weeks. That uh, is Jeffrey Wright. Um, I think mm-hmm. he and he wrote it too, didn't? Wasn't he? He was a big. I haven't seen oh, it yet, I'm so sure. I, I'm not. I think so. But he he pops up in Wes Anderson movies from time to time. He's one of those. Uh, he was in uh, one of the Hunger Games movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's just he's just one of those like he's one of those guys that my husband and I call it hey it's that guy like <laughs> you see him all the time and it's like yes. you know he's he's just such a good actor that he can he plays so many different roles and you're like it takes a minute it's like wait a minute yeah. isn't that the same and, guy who was so and so and right <laughs> and also a very um, recognizable voice in my opinion yes yeah yeah I think you uh, nailed it though with season one of Westworld boy yeah he was he was yeah. amazing in that, and what a what a yep. season! Which I'm right. bummed is not on HBO. They have they've done they've taken some of their oh they took that yeah that's in-house series they've they taken a couple of their in-house series off because that one they, that one's not that old. They don't want to oh. pay the actors royalties. Ah, oh, that's oh jeez. So that really <laughs> so they've stinks. taken it off the air because I guess the royalties were so high that they weren't making enough money to be billionaires or whatever they are. So they, they took it off the air for a little while. That's, that's ridiculous. They, you know, yeah. like, stuff like that yeah, makes but... me want to drink. Right. And speaking <laughs> of drinks, right. That's one of the things we do uh, on this podcast. Saw that coming. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we, one of the things we like to do is we create a cocktail for whatever we're watching and, you know, uh, a what if cocktail it could be anything. So I'm really excited to, uh, hear what you guys have um, with this one. So I'm going to go right to left on here, and I'm going to start with you, Steve. All right. Um, So I had two cocktails, and even though they're very similar, they come from different places. The the first one is the Corpse Reviver number one, and that's, of course, drawn straight from the zombie episode, um, which is, uh, I think, episode, what, four, five? No, five, I think. Um, Yeah. And um, which... 
I, and that, this isn't a reflection of how I liked the episode. We'll get to that. But I thought it was a good <laughs> one to to kind of drink to. Uh, Corpse Survivor number one is a couple ounces of cognac, uh, an ounce of... I, I, I didn't have any apple brandy, so I threw some plum brandy in instead, which I don't think really worked. But anyway, that's what I did. And then, <laughs> and then an ounce of sweet vermouth. Now, my second cocktail is related, but this is all in honor of Noah, who for the last <laughs> for the last month has been texting how he's dying. And so I went with a Corpse Reviver number two for my second cocktail, which uh, it, interesting enough, I um, I did a little research and these both appeared about the same time, like in uh, oh. in uh, the Gentleman's Table Guide, 1871, Corpse Reviver number wow. one. I, I'm looking at it, the Corpse Reviver number one, it's pretty much the same recipe. It says, to be taken before 11 a.m. or whenever steam and energy are needed. And for the Corpse Reviver number two, it says, four of these taken in swift succession will unrevive the corpse again. <laughs> kind of anyway, anyway so, so these have been around for a long time. I didn't know there were two of them. And actually, there's a third, too. But uh, the Corpse Reviver number two is uh, you start with a rinse of absinthe and then three-quarter ounce of a London dry gin, three quarter ounce of Lily Blanc, three quarter ounce of orange liqueur, and three quarter ounce of lemon juice. And so that one's shaken. The first one is, of course, stirred. So, Corpse Survivor nice. number one in honor of What If, Corpse Survivor number two in honor of our host, <laughs> Noah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad he has been revived. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that, that definitely uh, would have done it too. That would have helped. <laughs> cool. Good, good choices, Steve. All right, Bo, what do you got for us? Okay, um, so I went with a cocktail called a Boulevardier, and I went with a Boulevardier because what if you replaced the gin in a Negroni <laughs> with bourbon? <laughs> That's usually you what it, you would have a Boulevardier, and it's one of my favorite drinks. I actually like it more nice. than a Negroni. It's probably one of my, my favorite drinks all around. So Nice. That's usually what for, I do with most of my drinks is like, what if I change this up? Yeah, so... Um, and then for uh, for my beer this week, I've been doing a I've been doing a uh, a beer every week since we've been doing this. Most of the time we've been doing it. I went with a um, Society Brewing. It's called a debutante, and it comes with a little story why I picked the debutante. And I said, and I did also the bare minimum of research into this to make sure my facts were right as far as the story goes. <laughs> so um, just bear with me on the facts here. Just pretend everything is accurate. And uh, if it's not accurate, email Noah, because we'd like to get emails. I mean, we'd yes. always be happy to get an email. So the corrections department will take care of it in the next episode. But um, <laughs> anyhow, so what if Black Widow was not kidnapped and she was raised and became a debutante, becomes a real ballerina, moves to Manhattan, attends Juilliard, dances in the New York City Ballet, beats Tony Stark, becomes the new Pepper and then the new Rescue. Becomes better than Tony with her ballet and inherent skills. <laughs> Kills Tony and becomes the new Iron Man and villain because it turns out she was actually always a psychopath. <laughs> so that's why I picked the debutante. I like it. I like it. That actually, that's that's actually a pretty good uh, what if story right there. I could see that being. After I put it together, I was not too displeased with uh, how I put that together. Now, if they yeah. only made it a real story, <laughs> send it off to Marvel. You never know. Right, exactly. So those are my two drinks this week. <laughs> awesome. Nice. All right, Nina, you're up. Okay, so the one I found is called a butterfly effect, mm. which 
Um, there was a terrible movie named that, but it actually comes from a Ray Bradbury short story uh, at, where they said, you know, the, the flapping of a butterfly's wings in the Amazon can change the weather in the Congo or something to that effect. And on the top of like Mount Fiji can change it in the Congo or something like that. Yeah, something like um, that. Yeah. But th th the idea is that even the very smallest change in things can can have a big effect down the line. It's like that that meme with the the dominoes with the little tiny domino and it goes up to like a six foot high domino. But um, oh, right. anyway, so uh, this is called a butterfly effect. Um, it called for vodka and cranberry juice, but I still have that cranberry vodka. Oh. So I put in two shots of that, a shot of blue curacao, a little bit of uh, simple syrup to sweeten it up, a little bit, just a little splash of lime juice. Um, you mix it all up, you pour it into a hurricane glass over ice, and then you top the whole thing off with lemonade. So oh, nice. um, it's very nice. It's, it's it does very sound pleasant. pretty good. Yeah. And we can't forget Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park talking about chaos theory and the butterfly effect. Yes, um, exactly. Since we've already mentioned Jurassic Park and Jeff Goldblum did have a <laughs> cameo in uh, in What If, too. Yeah. So. He does. Oh, that's he, right. Yeah, he yes. shows up as... Um, uh, uh, the collection is known as... DJ for Grandmaster. Grandmaster. It's my birthday. Hmm. Uh, I almost said nice. the collector, but that's actually Benicio Del Toro. So Correct, and he showed up for that. And that's one of the coolest things about this is they did get a lot of the actors back um, yeah. to voice their their uh, characters, which I thought was incredible. Uh, yep. Not all of them, but some of the bigger ones. Uh, so that was really cool. All right, um, my 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 drink was based off uh, uh, Captain Carter, uh, Peggy Carter. One because she's one of my favorites. I I really enjoyed when we when we watched um, the the two seasons of her show. I wish they would have kept that one going. I really enjoyed that. I've always enjoyed her character in the show. And then when I saw Captain Carter, I was like, oh yeah, I knew she could be badass. I knew she could just kick ass if she got the super serum. And so, one of my favorite episodes in this is actually the very first one um, because I think it really emphasizes what the what if to me when I think about the what if stories, I think it is you change one simple thing and, and, and see what, what the effect is. And this is one where, you know, she gets the serum instead of, uh, you know, uh, Steve Rogers and you still get a lot of the same story. It still happens. It just, people are in different positions. And I, I really liked how that played out. And, um, you'll, uh, you'll understand why I like that more than some of these others. When I talk about why I did enjoy some of the others, but this is called, uh, Peggy's choice. It's uh, two ounces of an uh, orange-infused gin. Uh, you know, I got my special bottles. I talked about them on the last oh, episode right. we did. Uh, so mm -hmm. I was really excited to use one of those again. So I cut up two oranges, and it's I can't think of the name. They're like a cara-cara orange, so they're kind of a, a little bit oh. darker orange, almost like a blood orange, but like a mix between a blood orange and a regular orange. Real sweet. Threw that in there, uh, topped it off with gin. So uh, basically let that sit for a couple days to, to get a, a really nice orange-infused gin. Uh, I went on. This was this is where where uh, uh, you know the the English in the UK really kicks off of this. Is I went with two ounces of an Earl Grey tea uh, that I brewed up the other day and chilled. Funny thing is, is I've always thought of Earl Grey tea as kind of like the most bland, just black tea. I always thought it was just that you know, the nothing but black tea, no real flavor other than dirt. Are you um, channeling Ted Lasso? <laughs> no, no, that's just how I always thought Earl Grey was. I just thought. 
that's you know it's the most popular and so i thought it's got to be the most boring just black tea well no. i found out it's actually got some oils in it that's a it's got a citrus kick to it and i was yeah. like well son of a bitch so that's what i drank today i drank i drank about six uh 12 ounce cups of earl gray tea today oh, wow. um with some lemon and sweetener in it just because i you know i'm an american and i gotta have at least a little sweetener in my dirt water yep um <laughs> so but i really enjoyed it but i was surprised i was like oh so this worked out really good because i i wanted to have that citrus kick uh then i went with a half ounce of uh grand Meunier, stay with that orange theme uh and then a half ounce of uh homemade honey syrup from uh, my bees in the backyard uh just because i wanted to get a little sweetener um when I tasted this, uh, it probably didn't need the honey syrup. It's got a it's got a sweetness of its own. I think it really comes from those oranges in the Grand Meunier. But it's it's really kind of tasty. It could use a little bit of lemon in there to give it just a little bit of a uh, probably a little bit more of a kick towards a kind of a uh, yeah uh, an iced tea type. But it's really tasty. I am enjoying this. Um, the reason I went with the orange uh, gin was because uh, one of my favorite drinks over the not you know last couple months was that. Uh, Tangerate orange with uh, the tonics water, and so I was like, "Well, I can make my own, you know, orange infused gin." So I wanted right. to try that out and see how it works. And I, I like this with the tea; it's it's pretty good. Yeah, you uh, you talked a lot about orange there. It reminded me that I actually had an orange here for the garnish, but <laughs> we were out of town for a couple of days, and when I got home, it was uh, a little dried up. So yeah. it, was, it wasn't garnish worthy. So uh, <laughs> it was just one of those little cuties, and it just kind of you know it. it yeah, I, I think I, it had a little split in the in the. I think it had a little split in the in the. Oh, in the, the rind skin in the rind, and yeah, and it just you know dried right up. So I couldn't but use it. I, I I'm way right there with you. Uh, one of my kicks over Christmas was uh, doing dried uh, fruit for garnishes. And uh, I got all this done, got my pictures done, got it in here, started the podcast, and went, oh, I forgot to put my, you know, and I got <laughs> I got pounds of this dried uh, fruit yeah. up there, and I was like, ah, oh, I forgot. Do you have a dehumidifier or do you do it in the oven? Uh, no, we have a uh, uh, dehumidifier or uh, de- dehydrator. 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 I was like, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I went through, I, I, I've gotten a kick and I was, I was dehydrating every fruit I could find throwing grapes and limes and grapefruit and everything I could put on there. And, uh, it was a lot of fun. Only ones that didn't work out were the pineapples. They just, I could never get them dry enough. So. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, got some, I got a, some of the spoils of that too for Christmas. Yeah. Thank you. Noah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I've seen those in a couple of cocktails. So if I ever see them again and somebody's doing them themselves, I'll ask them what their trick is. Maybe I think, I think you just got to do them longer. And because I was doing them together, it just didn't work out. So, Oh, I see. You were doing like different things different, together. Yeah. I was doing like six or seven trays and so, you know, two Not trays. Of pineapple? No, no, I was like, okay. It was one tray of pineapple, like two trays of grapefruit, a tray of grapes. Gotcha, just gotcha, all, gotcha. The only thing I didn't do that I wanted to do was uh, strawberries. I want to try that one nice. too. So cool. All right. Well, those are our you drinks. You can just buy. You can just buy. Uh, what is it? Strawberry. Uh, strawberry kick. Strawberry special K. I mean, they have them in there, so you <laughs> right, can save yourself true. some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could go buy all those fruits. I just well, I, I that's true too. Yeah. And, and I was on this real kick of doing my own kind of thing. That's uh, sure. you know, it came with Steve's uh, gift of the the. Um, bitters bitter kit and the smoke and then i yeah. you know and i got these bottles to do this infusion i was like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna get all into this i'm nice. gonna science this up so yeah all right there's, well, that, there's that co-op there's that co-op in town it's over by the jc mm. um it's like a co-op grocery store and they have a lot of forget the name of it it might oh, not even still be there 
Oh, is it? No, it's it's no, no. Like, it's, it's smaller than Oliver's. Yeah, it's behind it's the like, old, the last record store. Yeah, it's right. Cool. It's over that way behind the last oh. record store. They yeah. have when we used to when, when I used to live in Santa Rosa. Kelly used to have me get these all the time, but they have dehydrated bananas, and they take oh. the whole banana. They dehydrate the whole banana, and it's so funny when it shrivels when it dries up. It's like. Think of like one of those like really big number two pencils, not a regular one, but you've probably yeah. seen the bigger, fatter ones. They're only about a half to three quarters of an inch in diameter, but it it's the same size and shape a regular same banana. Length as a banana, but it's just super skinny. It's the funniest thing. So it's like swimming in a real cold pool, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Community uh, market gonna... is what the what that grocery store is. <laughs> the one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, for locals. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it's that place. All right. Well, I would also go. I would also recommend when they're in season, get yourself some cherries, mm. and do those because they're really, really good in like any kind of baked good, like cakes and okay. cookies and stuff like that. So yeah, nice. I'll have to give it a shot. Yeah. All right. Well, let's right. get into this. What if now? The big question is, and and I meant to throw this out to you guys before we started. This is, do you want to go episode by episode, or you just want to go chaos rules and just talk about the whole goddamn thing at once? Uh, um. I think start globally and see how it goes. I mean, episode by episode, I'd, I'd be open to that. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm I mean, open to anything. But I mean, wow. I, I guess, I guess we could talk about it globally first, if you guys want. We, like I said, they they have some themes that I I think didn't hold true to every episode. Like uh, like I talked about uh, episode one with uh, what if Ca uh, Captain Carter was the first Avenger, and they really just took one thing and kind of changed, and it really followed the movies a little bit closer and kind of, you know, stayed with that. But then it, it branched out to what would happen. And that's where, you know, she took the super serum, you know, they even talked about her going on the USO tour, you know, kind of like right. was the first Avenger movie, which I thought was really well done. Uh, you got that same kind of thing too, in uh, episode four in the, what if Dr. Strange lost his heart instead of his hands where, right. you know, the, the, it starts off with kind of what the movie was, the car crash, it took his hands, then took his, took his heart, and then it kind of kept going with what would have happened if that was the case. Where I think this is where I think those two really stuck, stuck with what that was, and maybe uh, the uh, What If Ultron won episode eight, which led into episode nine, kind of followed that a little bit. Where right. when they got into episode two, like the What If T'Challa became Star-Lord, it kind of lost that formula and went, fucking just bananas like ridiculous like it so are you saying you would have preferred all of them to to kind of match the same formula i disagree yes. with i disagree with that because i mean i almost would have preferred these being be even more varied like the animation style just or the you know mm. it's it's like you bring different directors to these just to kind of come come up with their own take i i like kind of the chaos of different different episodes being completely different different themes so um that's that's just just my take I, I liked it when you didn't know what was coming next and i thought i thought they were mostly kind of based on the same animation and uh stuck with the same uh, animation stayed pretty close yeah yeah uh, um so so i kind of wish it were even more varied um interesting okay see yeah, to me I'm, go ahead yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I mean, the the ones that followed the movies were kind of, were, were interesting and it was, it was good, but I, I like that they didn't just do that. I like that they kind of went 
completely off the board on some okay. of them. And well, like the like, zombie one, right? Was completely. I was off gonna the board. say, like the zombie one. It's just like it's like so out there, but it was so fun. Um, it was you know, yeah, and you could look at that episode and say it's good or or bad, but it's exciting that they they went there. You know, yeah, I, I, I like that I, they went there with that episode. I, I kind of have mixed feelings about that episode, but I like that they tried it. <laughs> well, the what if zombies is actually one that is from the comics more so than any. Oh, really? Others, I believe. Yeah, they, yeah, they, I know there they are had a lot of the Marvel the zombies. Marvel zombie so, yeah, um, I, I guess the one that really I just I I didn't care for as much was the second episode which is the T'Challa becomes Star-Lord. And the reason why is because it, it doesn't make sense why this, this little kid would have changed the entire universe. Everybody changed their, their personalities. Everybody switched up, uh, you know, like really Thanos is going to change up from being this villain because this 10 year old kid who, who wouldn't have become who he really, you know, it's almost like they took Black Panther and said, oh, well, no, he's just going to be like that no matter what. But he didn't go through any of the shit that made him Black Panther. And so it really, it, it just, the way everything shifted out, it just, I didn't, I didn't care for it. I thought, I mean, I get why people I saw it. was the most, oh, sorry, go ahead, Noah. I was going to say, it, it just, it's so out there and it changes so much that I was just like, I just wasn't into it. I was like, we like these characters because of why they are. <laughs> to change them that much kind of didn't make them interesting to me. Yeah, I felt like episode two was the most forced of the episodes. And I think the reason episode two, the reason they did episode two, in, in my opinion, is so they could use um, Killmonger as Star-Lord in episode nine. Oh, you mean as so, Black Panther? Well, no, he... He was black. No, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right. They had to, they had to, sorry, they had to use, they had to use T'Challa. Right. Was T'Challa one of the, T'Challa was Star-Lord in the end, right? In the end, and, but uh, Killmonger was Black right. Panther. Right, so I think, I thought, so I thought, yeah, so they had to have Killmonger, not, you're right, not as, not as Star-Lord. I, I misspoke there. They had to use him as Black Panther because he's, I think, um, a more, you know, uh, a less, sensitive type than T'Challa was. I mean, because, you know, he comes in at the end and he's like, I'm going to change. Like, it, he just came came in. Well, he, said, stayed a, he, he stayed a villain. He stayed yeah, a villain. He's like, I'm going to be the villain. I'm going to take the stones. I'm going to change the world or whatever and all that kind of stuff. And I don't think, I don't think any of the characters who were Avengers or in the Avenger, you know, hero portion of it would have done that. Well, I mean, they I don't I think they could have kept Killmonger. As, I, I I thought the Tony Stark, or Killmonger rescues Tony Stark. I thought it was kind of a a. I didn't care for it as much either. Yeah. Um. But there was a setup for the final. They could have had right. that without T'Challa being Star Lord. Well, they had to have they 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 could have. You're right. They could have had it. They could have. I mean, I think that was in there for just the the, like to have to have T'Challa. Well, the huge out of left field have, part, right? To, to have it like as a huge like curveball, right? Because I think, I think that episode, you know, when I when I first saw that, I was like, wow, I would have never thought of that. Like, of all the other things that happened, I'm like, oh, I could kind of see that. I could see this, you know, whatever. But, you know, saying saying T'Challa was Star Lord to me is like, wait a minute, that's like, that's kind of out there for me. I 
I would have been fine if they did that, but I didn't care for how everybody else, like people that would have had no real interaction with him were changing. Like he changed everything. Like, right. I'm sorry, but the ravagers are not that important to the universe that because they decided to become Robin Hood like guys, that it would have changed the rest of the fucking universe. And that's well, what maybe it would. Okay, I got, I got a question. It's the butterfly effect. Maybe well, it would have. Okay. Did did anyone laugh when uh, Thanos shows up and turns out yes. T'Challa, uh, you know, talked him out of genocide? Yes. I, I, I think, laughed. I kind of I th- chuckled. I thought that I th- was. I thought that whole thing was funny. I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was funny that he kept arguing about it. Like he would. Like the, when I thought it was, was kind of forced. It's it's when he it's, was with it's, the queen. He's like, it's, no, you're just it's kind of ridiculous. Genocide. I mean, it, T'Challa yeah. was very morally saccharine, sweet, pure it, to a fault. Um, but yeah, it, it made for some amusing moments when things just changed completely. Um, I didn't particularly enjoy this episode, but it didn't bother me that they tried. I mean, I got I got the feeling that it was more. Uh, a humor, humorous uh, take on on what happened, you know, to see if you know T'Challa's, you know, his moral compass guided everyone, you know, because he he was introduced to the universe rather than just just uh, the you know the Earth, you know. So it was fun, yeah, and I <laughs> and and I think they I think because it was an anthology, they wanted to. Some of them were very, very <clears throat> grim and serious. Like right. the the zombie Doctor episode, Strange. Was, the Doctor Strange, um, the the one where uh, who's killing the Avengers and yeah, the world lost the mightiest heroes. Yeah, and I mean, he can have have Hulk popping like a tick. I mean, it was. I just thought that really... was pretty pretty interesting. <laughs> right. Well, that's but, the thing. It, I was always like, I thought Hulk couldn't be killed, right? But we're found otherwise well, that, yeah that that to me was one of those where it was close to the the first uh what if kind of premise where it changes just slightly because it followed the movies right you 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 know you got tony stark up in the donut you know you've got uh right. thor uh trying to go back and get his hammer and hawkeye pops him right that could have been right out of the movies um right. the, the hulk thing was right there on the campus that happened in the hulk movie that nobody wants to remember um <laughs> You know, and I thought it was very interesting that they made uh, Ant-Man, uh, the original Ant-Man, uh, the bad guy in this, where he kind of was a bad guy in, in the comics, you know. And, and When you say the original, yeah. you mean the, you mean the, the not, not Paul Rudd, Hank Pym. Right, Hank, no, Hank Pym. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, which I thought, I thought that was, I thought it worked out really well. And it also used uh, Loki coming in kind of like he did. You know, coming in and taking over shit where he, the Rangers weren't there to stop him. So I thought that kind of played with that same premises of small changes, but people's uh, attitudes and personalities don't change so drastically like we got with, you know, episode two. And we also got uh, with episode seven, which was another one I didn't care for, uh, of Thor being an only child. Um and maybe that's because I, I, they, you know, they made Thor kind of a butt of a joke, and I just, maybe that's just me not liking them picking on my buddy. Uh, <laughs> do you think? Do you think they were trying to go after that humor that was so successful I think with, they were. with Ragnarok? But that, yeah. to me, though, I just, I don't, I don't know that the whole. Well, I just, I didn't think it was that much of a stretch, quite frankly. I mean, they didn't change Thor 
Thor has, to me, he has that kind of like well, frat boy. But it was the whole aliens are all going to show up on Earth for a frat party. That to me, I was just kind of like uh, the only thing I really enjoyed out of that was Darcy and um, what's Howard, uh, the Howard the Duck, <laughs> kind of hooking up. I thought yeah. that was amusing but, and funny. Like you don't, you don't like. Here's the thing. It's the this is of all the movies. I understand there's there's um, I also don't like frat boy humor. It doesn't right. well there's continuity. I get it. There's there's definitely continuity to uh the movies in that. And I I, I can as much as much as I don't necessarily hundred percent agree with all of your uh uh how do you feel about changing things up a little bit? Um, you know, with some of the with some of the stories, whether it's changing a character a little bit or changing, you know, whatever. Um, I think with this series, you definitely have to have the most open of minds to accept kind of what's going on. And the yes. way I kind of thought about that was it was almost like I, I I think of it as like here's Thor, he's the ultimate party guy. So he's wherever he goes, people want to be him, be seen with him, like you know that whole thing, like yeah, and all no, that. And it's like it's almost like like he's Lollapalooza or Firefest or <laughs> uh, you know uh, Coachella or something like that. Like wherever he goes, they have to be there to see him. And and if he goes to Earth, everybody's going, you know. So I, they want to have get, a big party. I, I get it. I just didn't enjoy it. I, I mean, yeah. and. I, it, it, even even if it wasn't Thor that they're making fun of and making the frat boy, it just was one that I didn't care for. I didn't the whole party thing. I just I didn't find yeah. it as funny. Like I said, there was little parts, and there's little parts of all these. You know, you talked about the T'Challa, you know, the Th uh, Thanos thing. I get that. You know, th there's some funny parts about that. I like I said, there's there's Howard the Duck in that one too. I find him interestingly and fun in, in that. Yeah. So there are there are jokes. I just. When it changes so drastically, I don't enjoy them as much. Uh, where they kind of stay closer to the comic stories that we know, um, which is kind of what I think the What If comics kind of did, where they change just slight things and and see how they you know they can become that. What about uh, what about changes to, get, to like logic? I, I mean, one one of my favorite episodes was the most it seemed like it was breaking the most rules, and that's the one where Doctor Strange, you know keeps trying to replay time and save yeah. save that his girlfriend too. but but um it seems it's based off this premise that you can't change a moment you know and yet that's completely illogical in in the world we've we know or at least the 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 multiverse that's so but it didn't it didn't distract me enough to where the emotional impact of that one just was high enough. No, no, I, me, I agree so. with you, but I think I think it starts off with the idea of it. One thing changed. Uh, uh, I can't think of the lady's name. Um, his girlfriend dies rather than him getting his hands jacked up, and that's what creates his his. Um, Christine Palmer, Rachel. McCain. Christine, she losing she losing his heart, right? Yeah, he loses right. his heart, but that that's what sets him on this path of that where he goes and learns magic. But then we get into it, and in you know um, we saw this in um, it was the the Spider Verse movie where they talked about there's certain certain things that have to happen in like they they that in every world. Um, we saw it in in um, Loki with the TVA where there's kind of just these 
specific moments that happen in every world because they're they're defining and this is one of those things is that was one of those is where if she doesn't die he doesn't become dr strange so you can't change that essentially is the way i saw that but, but i i thought it was great because it showed that he has a darker side and him losing his heart brings out that darker side and i i you know it's also a setup uh episode just like Carter, Captain Carter was uh, essentially for yeah. uh, the final uh, kind of two-parter, uh, eight and nine. And your hero, uh, uh, Eggs Benedict, uh, Cucumber, Sick Cabbage Patch, um, did a, a phenomenal voice performance in that episode, Ooh. which really carried the emotional arc oh, yeah. of that one. Which I don't, I don't think uh, all the all the characters were were that strong uh, voice actors. They, you know, they they're not giving their visual performance, but he certainly nailed it in that. So I think yeah, he did a horrible he job a animating him though. They did a horrible job. Ah, I well. thought his animation was awful. <laughs> like, I get what you're saying. He did a great job voice wise. And that's, yeah. I think that's the style of the animation of that episode. <laughs> but just the way they did his mouth and stuff, I was just like very, very taken, taken. Like it was so distracting to me. I couldn't, every time he was on screen, I couldn't focus on the story. Cause I was like, just how weird. So his new name is his, now his Pucker Lips? Was. Pucker Lips, right. <laughs> Thunder Lips, like uh, Thunder from Lips. Rocky, from Rocky 4 or whatever. Rocky, Hulk whatever Hogan. Rocky that was. Hulk Hogan was Thunder Lips. That's right. right. Um, yeah, Maybe no, Rocky but... Rocky 3, actually. I, I, I get what you're saying. I, I think that's also... I, I uh, people I've talked to or listened to, I, there's not a lot of podcasts that cover the whole season, and I was not about to listen to a bunch of single episodes on episodes. Um, well, so. I'm, I'm just my, my point is, though, that I, I think it sounds like you're drawn towards the story uh, not going too far. You know, you're more sold on the I, stories that are that are simple in their in their premise and just t change one little thing and watch the ripple effect. I and I think I'm more drawn towards the ones that just seem to have a, a more satisfying emotional arc. But. I do realize that there's a lot of contradictions in all these, and and I almost wish there were more stylistic differences um, in like different directors that kind of brought. I think you'll whatever. get it. I know you haven't seen it, but season two I think hits a little bit more. In okay, that. there's there's a, there's a, the the first episode in season two. Right out the bat, I was like, "Holy shit, these guys nailed it!" And it's and it's one that doesn't doesn't fit with my my. Uh, like of this one where it's like they took a portion of the story and just changed a little bit um, I this to me what I was trying to say is I really like the ones that followed the MCU we have now the MCU mm -hmm. universe movies and they just take and change a little bit of that so we can kind of grab hold of that story and go oh but what if that happened during the show I, yeah. I but I understand like I mean um, things I've looked at people really like the zombies really like strange um <laughs> Captain Carter, either people either loved or hated. Uh, I didn't see a whole lot about whether people cared or not, but the the T'Challa episode, the Mightiest Heroes, didn't get a lot of uh, play. Uh, a lot of people really liked the Ultron, if Ultron won, um, and oh, I think really? that sets up. And I think it's because it's kind of a two-parter, and it, it almost, yeah. you know, it it kind of set up. It it, it so it had more t chance to build a story. That was the things. highest rated on IDB episode. Episode eight? It was yeah. episode eight was yeah. 8.9, which is extremely high for for IMDb. Yeah. And then the next closest 
surprisingly was the Doctor Strange one, which was 8.8. .8, so they were all very close. Why do you say so surprisingly? You guys well, just that it was so close and I thought it was actually a better episode as a whole. Oh, okay. It was um, dark. I, I think oh. that I, I agree. It was. I think I, I would put. It that was. Yeah, the top and it was my favorite. But it was the Doctor Strange might have been my favorite. Um, I didn't. I didn't. I thought a little bit about which my favorite was. But um, if we all jump on tonight after this episode ends, and I'll give it a ten, maybe we can get it up to eight point nine, and we can just like <laughs> push it a little bit over the level. So it's at least time. The, the for four first. of us. If the so four of us sure. jump on, it just every, well, and our and keyboard mash. You know. So if we get our five listeners and the four of us, it might Ouch. just be enough. <laughs> I, I do like the fact that IMDb has the if Thor was an only child is the lowest rated. So people are with me. They don't care about the frat boy humor. I, well, uh, is anyone not with you here? I, I no, no. I'm just saying I mean, not, at I, IMDb. I like. I mean, I, 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 I'm usually <laughs> like. Here's the thing. I think I'm the outlier with a lot of my what I like and what I can watch and all that based on what we've talked about a few times with the three of you. But like, for instance. When we did the the Halloween slash horror episode, and I was talking about how, like, I like this sort of torture porn, kind of like like Saw and Hostel and all those kinds of things and all that, like that. And you guys were like, "Oh no, not not even a chance." So I kind of <laughs> do like I kind of do like the uh, uh, frat boy humor sometimes, depending on the context. So um, I didn't really mind that episode from the frat boy humor part, but I also like I don't know. Well, it's not always oh, a question cool. of whether you mind it or not. It's just, did it, is it, is it I, something you're going to watch again? <laughs> is it something? In, I mean, I liked it I, again. I, I liked it watching it the second time. I mean, I enjoyed okay. watching it the second time. So, I, I mean, it's, I, it's, yeah. I think because, I mean, we've, at this point, we've established that they have all these different alternate universes, alternate timelines. And, it's kind of fun to see what happens if something has changed a little like the captain carter one it's like okay she's the first avengers but you know we still won world war ii and you know so it's but to go to something that would that is just completely different and completely out there you know like i mean they don't have hot dog fingers but it's like something that's just like it's a completely <laughs> it completely oh hey hey Hi. She's been breaking the door for like an hour now. Hi. Nice. Are you going to take over for uh, your your granddad for uh... an hour now? Yep. You're you're the new host. Yep. What did you you're think the of the new hostess? Yet? The hostess Hi. with the mostess. Hi. 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 For our Hi. listeners, this is Kiara. This is uh, Noah's granddaughter. Kiara, can you wave? Oh my God. Hi, wave, Kiara. Tell her to wave, Noah. She can't hear hey, us. Wait, wave at everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, she doesn't have headphones on. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Hi, Kiara. Wave. Hi. Look how big you are. My goodness. Know, right? Exactly. What? Oh, you're growing so fast. <laughs> okay. Say goodbye. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. She's going to have her own podcast here in a year, I bet. Yeah. Nice. Getting so big. Oh. Yeah, she is. And it's funny because I could hear her trying to jiggle the door to get in here. So she's been trying to oh get in here. That's hilarious. She knew, she knew every, no matter when I sit down at this computer, she's like, wow, let me get up there. So she definitely <laughs> wanted to be part of it. She loves, uh, she loves her grandpa. 
And she does. <laughs> Every time I come home, I hear the from whatever room, Opie, Opie. So, uh, yeah, we we have a good good girl. Um. All right. I, anyway, I yeah. So so what I was saying is is I kind of like that it's like really kind of out there. I mean, if they wanted to do, uh, you know, I mean, they could do some. I mean, they could. It could almost go the fan fiction route and have like, oh. you know, I mean, not Some red, you red not, band trailers. Not, I was, I was going to say not in the adult sense, but, but right, like, right, right. No, I know. Like, I you know, what if, what if, uh, what if Tony Stark ran a coffee shop? What right. if, you know, what right. if Steve, Steve Rogers were a, were a high school teacher and, and, you know, stuff like that. It just, it's, well, that was going to be, yeah. So that's that was actually one of my things when we did the wrap-up episode, when, when we did all of the, when we got done with the whole MCU. One of the questions I had that we never got to was, what would these people be doing if they weren't Avengers? <laughs> you know, right. so yeah. what would they, what would their jobs be or what would their careers be if they weren't Avengers? And um, I think that would be a great, I mean, that'd just be a very interesting episode, in my opinion. <laughs> Maybe, could yeah, be. Yeah, like uh well, that guy going going yeah, to the or, to the uh, you know insurance office every morning with his no Hawkeye and... Hawkeye would be working at the <laughs> carnival at one of those Hawkeye would be working at the carnival at one of those like uh, you know throw the ball things or something like that so he could just oh, sit right, there and right. be like look how easy it is and he just like zips it in there every time and then you know the the the, the random kid comes up and is like. Oh, he made it look so easy. It's got to be a piece of cake, you know? Right. We got to do like a John Hughes remake and throw all the MCU characters in like, you know, like oh. a Breakfast Club or a, a oh, yeah. Pretty in yeah. Pink or something like that. Just just oh, kind of see how I those mean, characters fit in with the different well, yeah. voice, voice roles. And, and, and they can't. And there's just <laughs> been some stuff in the comics that's pretty out there. Like... Well, what um, if it has been around for a long time? They, I mean, there's there a lot, yeah. a lot of, yeah, it started in the 70s, yeah. actually. And oh, it's really? had, has, has had big runs for a while. So they've done a lot. And, but this um, what if is really trying to start, I think, I think Noah, I think, I think well, it's, it's fair that most so of these try to keep our, the MCU world that has been created in the cinema as its starting point, you know, some triggering yeah. event within there uh, rather than going completely off. Yes, yes, so. you're right. They are they are staying with the MCU world and, and characters and, and actors and stuff like that. And so, yes, you are right. Where the the other uh, what if is all over the board. So and Jeffrey Wright does a great job selling it at the beginning of each episode, kind of saying, what if the, you know, this one little moment happened and now let's watch, right. you know, and 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 dispelling any. Oh, you any did a great job of getting that raspiness, Steve. You just oh. got his raspiness <laughs> right there. You know, like just how we talk. When we watched the very first episode and he's doing the introduction and he's like, time. Yeah. You know, space. And then he goes and find out what if. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. and he hits like that if, just kind of a little rise. And I'm like, yep, that's why he's a famous actor. And I'm just sitting here. Right. <laughs> hey, I watched right, Cosmos, right, right. Carl Sagan, when I was in the, in the you know, when I was a oh, kid. Yeah. I, I remember that delivery, that billions and billions of. <laughs> I, was, I read it earlier. I was seeing if I could find it again, the, the actual uh, opening monologue. Because <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's good. He, he does such a great job with it, too. Um, and like I said, I think, you know, above anything else, I think they picked him because of his voice. Um, oh, yeah. It's great. 
he adds definitely adds some gravitas to that role. And in the in the end, the kind of the payoff becomes a little that much more resonant when suddenly things kind of change up. I don't know if we're ready to talk about that yet, but uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the 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 the. the two kind of connecting episodes at the end is is if ultron won and all of a sudden ultron fucking understands and can hear him and he's like what you're like it's like oh shit <laughs> um so yeah that was that was an interesting part of that too and uh it, it really you know i part of it i really loved and part of it i think in that, uh, that eighth episode i kind of got tired of the just crash through here, crash through here, crash through here, fight, 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 it, you know, which sometimes is a lot of fun and is a big MCU thing. But to me at that point, I was almost like a little bored with that with them. So, um, but it's interesting how that worked out. Here we go. Uh, the opening narrative of each episode, time, space, reality is more than a linear path. It's a prism of endless possibilities where a single choice can branch into an infinite realities, creating alternate worlds uh, from the ones you know. I am the watcher. I am your guide through this vast new realities. Follow me as we ponder and question. What if? Yep. He does it much better. Uh, you know, I tried to get the, the gravelly voice. I was sick for three weeks just to do that for you guys. But uh, <laughs> it, it didn't work out as well. Yeah. Even, it's uh, something that even William Shatner, Shatner can hold on. this from the cold. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, yeah. I was just saying, thinking of Star Trek and William Shatner's opening, or 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 Patrick Stewart, you know, the yeah. space, the final frontier. That that right. kind of has that same sort of gravitas yeah. that, that they were going for. Which, speaking of Patrick Stewart, I don't know, Steve. I know you're maybe the least uh, interested in sports of this entire group, which is actually saying something. I know Nina's <laughs> a big football slash sports fan because she's from the East Coast. I did watch the. No, Super Bowl. I know you're a big football. <laughs> I was gonna say, I know you're. What did you guys think of Patrick Stewart in that commercial where he was, it was, I could not, every time I see him take the coat off and he has on that old school football uniform, I just cannot, just thinking about it makes me laugh so well, hard. Like that is actually so what, funny. What made me laugh most about that is him shushing Drew Barrymore. <laughs> <laughs> and the look on her face yes. yes i was like oh my god it's so funny uh, and yeah, i i missed that so commercial good. i gotta i gotta check it out it. it's for yeah. paramount plus it's a paramount plus commercial okay. and it, so look up paramount plus patrick stewart i'm sure you'll get a million hits or whatever yeah. but okay it is so fucking hilarious it, it is just right. thinking about it right now i can't stop laughing yeah <laughs> it is it is really funny the one thing I and this is this this is what hurts my heart and this is kind of what happened during the Picard uh, series is he's starting to show his age. Uh, he's starting to get old. Physically, to get really old, really yeah. old. Yeah, and just it's a little like, old. Really it hurts old. my heart, and I was like, oh my god, because I do. I love Patrick Stewart. I think yeah. he's incredible. Like our dad's starting to get old. Like seeing my dad. Like he's yeah. Like you know, I think of my yeah. dad as this thirty or thirty-five years old. <laughs> It's when they become oh, you know, frail. Yeah, it's it's now tough. he's eighty. Now he's eighty, right? So yeah. I mean, he's getting old. So yeah, it's it's Patrick Stewart starting to show his age. So yeah, he needs to get but, some of that. Uh, he needs to get some of that Jeff Bezos uh, cellular treatment or something or whatever, uh, so he can like be younger. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, no, I I thought it was very clever what they did, and and Paramount, um, you know, has done a couple of those where they've they brought in actors and in, in yep. genres from different stuff, and that was really funny. It was it was a good commercial. Yep, for sure, for sure. Anyway, um, I wanted to talk about the zombie episode uh, just a little bit. I know, I think it was Steve. You said you didn't care for it as much. I really enjoyed that one because I thought it was one of the more well written 
as far as like the story seemed to really flow, at least in the first three quarters. Like it played out really well where it had different characters at interacting and, and kind of just was interesting to me. I well, um, let, let me jump in. I didn't say I didn't care for it. I said, oh, okay. I, I said my drink was based on it and we'll talk about it later, whether or not I liked it. I had mixed feelings about it, I think is what I, I may have okay. said. Yeah. I mean, there were some parts about it. I just, I enjoyed so much about it. I thought that was real clever. The ending to me got a little, uh, a little weird. Um, but I really enjoyed kind of right up until the, I guess the final, um, plot twist if, if you say was that when you know. like vision was kidnapping people to feed to scarlet yeah Witch? yeah <laughs> there was something yeah, kind of amusing about that i i thought it was kind of funny uh but that to me there was a lot of humor in this i didn't care for ant-man being headless no, and, no yeah the headless thing yeah that was, was probably my i was the one that really made me laugh the most in this was was happy and is, uh, you know, making his noise when he was shooting the hand. Pew, pew, pew. And, and right. Sharon Carter calling him out. Are you, are you saying pew? And uh, <laughs> uh, I just thought that was great. And um, I really liked how Hope Van Dyne, um, like she just had this this character growth in it that just that that giving of herself at the end, you know, and I, I it kind of, you know, you talk about emotional beats in these that to me at that point was kind of there and, and uh, we got a little bit of that with Spider-Man and that. Um, so I thought that was, uh, it was really interesting. They had their whole was... headquarters hung by Spiderweb and doesn't Spiderweb dissolve after a little while or he must have fortified it with something, some it, it, pin particles or something to kind of explain. I was going to say there's, this is, this is the, this is uh, the Avengers. They have what all, if? The, yep. all yep. the like, yeah. I know. What if Spider-Man's webs never went away? Peter Parker's humor, I thought. <laughs> kind of, go ahead. Well, I, go ahead, go ahead. he had that video at the beginning, which I thought was a little bit. Oh, of right. A, it was a little. Oh, oh no, I, that was um, that was the the rules to survive. That was straight out of a, a zombie, zombie land. Zombie land. Yes. I I I liked it. To me, it zombie just land, seemed it seemed too innocent. I I don't know. I think I think Peter Parker would have been a there. The, he wasn't no, that much Peter of a Parker. kid. I I don't know. It just didn't feel feel right to me. Think about um, think about um the the first one, right? Um, homecoming. Well, yeah, but but homecoming is one thing, and now we're talking a zombie apocalypse. I just think they could have mixed it up a little. Well, bit. What if Given he was it, still that little, age? Of, uh, he was still that age when the zombie apocalypse hit. He's okay. still a kid. All right, all right. He hasn't grown. He hasn't become, you know, uh, Night Monkey yet. You know, he hasn't grown into a Night into Monkey. The... Oh my God, that would have been hilarious if they went with Night Monkey instead. Like, <laughs> um, it, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, but you know, throughout all these episodes, you kind of, kind of, sometimes twist your head and go, "Wait a second, doesn't that contradict something else?" But then that's that's sometimes the MCU. Well, for that's you, the beauty of, of what if is that's what <laughs> yeah. they're actually doing. Is, I mean, is... I disagree. I I think there's okay. still there's still rules to follow in the MCU that just jumping around in different multiverses. Then uh, season, then episode two is bullshit completely. Uh, that's yeah. Well, it's it's <laughs> it's a question of whether or not you're going to go completely off the rails and say this is going to be more tonally different. This is going to be more comedy. And to me, I I mean, I wasn't a big fan of episode two. I just kind of got it for more of the humor. I enjoyed it for more of the humor. Um, and, and I think some people were just 
shocked by some of the ridiculous things that were going on in that. And right. I think as long as you just look at it from a funny point of view, it's it's more part palatable. Of, but totally part of for me, can you get away with that? Yeah. Yeah. Part of for me, episode two was one of those like, uh, you know, Bozeman had, had died and it was one of those kind of like, oh, we can't say or do anything that makes him look bad. He's got to be the ultimate hero at all times. And it was kind of like this pandering to that a little bit. And that's to me, I felt a little push on that. So, but yeah, I, 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 I see what you it does. I think when it came out, it was it was just after he passed, right? So I yes. think it really hit a lot of people emotionally. Just hearing his voice from the grave. This was the last thing he did before he yeah. before he passed. Yeah. So he did. Did he do the whole series? Did he do the whole series and then he died, or do you know? Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. They had all this listed. They had it all set up. They knew everything. Like. He did the readings for episode two and episode uh, eight and nine, which I can't remember which one, if he was in eight at all. But he he did all those at one time. Like, they gotcha. he did yeah, all yeah. that. Reading. And that's usually how they do the voiceover stuff, I think. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Nina. I was going to say, as, as, as sad as it was and kind of touching to hear him in the second episode, the episode where Killmonger goes to the... Oh right, the afterlife, no. and he's there, and he's one of yeah. the Panthers. I mean, that was just like, I, it that really hit me. I, I, yeah. well, he kills him um, in that in that episode. You know, it's in that one. You're like, oh, yeah. that, that's a double tap right there. Yeah, that's yeah, a, that's another one of the episodes. I, I, I like, I like parts of it, but I also was like, this is an episode I'll never watch again. Kind of like episode seven with Thor, kind of like uh, episode two. All the rest, I could I could see myself, and I did. I mean, I watched this again, um, and I, I mean, I could see myself watching certain ones of these, uh, one, four, five, eight, and nine. I Let's talk about six. Watching. You did mention six, and that's the one where Killmonger. The Killmonger rescues Tony Hart. I, you, uh, you know... Well, okay. It was another well, one where it was a, it was such a stretch for me to believe that that would even happen that way that it was hard to grasp. I thought it was an interesting concept, but one of the things that turned turned me off a little bit was Killmonger. I mean, I loved Killmonger in in Black yeah. Panther. Thought he was interesting. He was uh, yeah. convincing uh, uh, when it came to his motivation. I I was fascinated by his character, like. Villains, I prefer being fascinated. This one just seemed much more one note, and I, yeah. I just didn't. I wasn't interested. I, it just seemed all negative, all uh, backstabbing, and well, it's setting up. It's setting up him to be the backstabber in in the episode nine. Yeah, yeah. it I, really I, is. I, and yeah. I just wanted to like this one more because I do like uh, I like uh, the voice actor. I thought he was wonderful in in Black Panther, and this one just came right. across well, as it turned so me off. That's no. I think people went into this going. It, it starts off, you're like, oh shit, they're gonna make him a hero, and it turns out he's still just the same piece of shit he was to begin with, uh, personality wise. Not saying he's well, not. You see know, now a that's good interesting. I thought that's what made his character more interesting in Black Panther is that he wasn't just a piece of shit. He, there was there was nuance to him. He well, had him, but he I had mean, a, there was something driving him that that came from the heart. Whereas in this, it just okay. Seemed when like I he was when a piece I of shit. when I say piece of, when I say piece of shit, I mean a backstabbing. You know, he doesn't yeah. care about life, and and that's really what it is. And he's not much different 
from the character. But you're right, there's not as much gravitas behind it. There's not as much meaning behind it. He's, but it's still the same guy. But that's what I think people wanted is that people want to like him, right? They want him to use his skill for good and stuff like that, but he doesn't. And it's kind of like, and so I agree with you. This is another one where it's kind of like, it started off where it could have been okay. And then it just kind of got, mm, what do yeah, you think of this one, Nina? I'm kind of curious. Um, I, I thought it was more interesting from the Tony Stark point of view. I thought it was, I, you know, I think it's interesting. Like, you have Tony who ends up being such, I mean, a really noble, self-sacrificing, you know, fight for the world kind of person. But and we got that, that as all, real Tony. I, well, what game. I'm saying is, yeah, what, I know, but I'm saying he became that way. It's, right. in, it's an interesting thought to me that he became that way because he was tortured in a cave for six months. Right. You know, and if he wasn't tortured in a cave for six months, he'd be a piece of shit, essentially. He would just be like, he would not have changed from being the, you know. The, the playboy. Uh, the play- what, what, <laughs> what's the, the line I can hear? Oh, uh, millionaire, uh, playboy. Playboy. Philanthropist, yeah. Philanthropist. Yeah. 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 That's kind but, of funny. But he's, but he's not even a philanthropist. I mean, he's just, you know. Right. Are you sure or they uh, just don't show it? I bet she is. <laughs> yeah, probably probably more like Well, I mean, know, he technically designs those robots. I mean, he still does all the he he's still the brain. He's it it's just I mean, yeah, he's, still a brain. It. he's still a brain, but he's he's also like I mean, one of the things in in the Iron Man movies, it's clear that it's like he, he gives up making weapons and then you know they don't actually they don't uh, dwell on it, but they sort of suggest like, yeah, their overall war is pretty much down across the board because, right? You know he's putting all of his brains and money and effort into mm-hmm. not fighting, and you know it's sort of interesting like, you know he he is not injured, he has isn't captured, he's saved by Killmonger, and he's goes out and becomes like just like doubles down like we're even we're going to be even more uh you go do more weapons more yeah yeah more weapons more revenge more (laughs) you know more conquest and and um i thought that was that was interesting and i wish they'd done more with it rather than just like i mean killmonger i do find killmonger very interesting but yeah i i think Maybe because they and, couldn't. And get I know it's animation, but probably easy on the eyes too, right? <laughs> hey, I, is this a? No. I mean, they, they I, make I mean, Peggy Carter maybe, easy on the eyes too. So I know. I, I mean, maybe maybe because well, they no, maybe, easy on the eyes. I mean, let's get in line, Captain Marvel. Like, there's a lot of easy on the eyes yeah. people in this. Like, <laughs> I I mean, maybe because they couldn't get Robert Downey Jr. to do the voice, although the guy oh. who did the voice did a. Really yeah. good impression. He did. Him. I had to double check. There were there were times where yeah. some of those lines were delivered. And I was like, I think that's Robert Downey Jr. But but no, it was someone else. Um, yeah, him, now and, I, him and him and the guy who did uh, Captain America, I thought, did a really good job. Also. He's another. Yeah, I was going to say the 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 top guys that didn't show back up were Chris Evans and and Robert Downey Jr. And then also uh, uh, um, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, okay. Those are the three majors that didn't show back up. Almost everybody else is is original voices. 
Um, yeah, so, although um, the the actress who did uh, Black Widow, Lake Bell, yeah, she's she's really she's really big in the voiceover field. She's, I think she she actually does. did the voice for some of the the cartoons, and that's why they grabbed her. She's in a yeah, some of the Avenger cartoons, yeah. which I thought was. Well, oh, I, th- I think I think the guy who did um, Iron Man's voice also He's did also, Iron Man and the yeah. the the cartoons. So yeah, and they and they they actually uh, geared them towards the MCU movies. So yeah. it's kind of like which, and, and I'll say I'll be the first to admit I love animated. I'm a I'm a big kid at heart. Some of those Avenger cartoons are great. Um, I I really I, enjoy I've, some of those. I've heard they I've heard they are, and it's one of those I should probably watch some, but I just say the 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 um, Hawkeye and Hulk relationship in them is in and Thor is worth it alone. They they okay. really play up the fun between those guys, and it's it's they're great. I'll I'll send you guys a link to the the ones I'm talking about because there's two of them. One is more childish. One's a little bit kind of older and, and has a better story. Uh, one of the funny things I thought I, when I was reading the IMDb stuff is uh, Tony Stark gets the the South Park Kenny treatment in the series where he's constantly dying all the other realities. So, <laughs> I, thought that, I thought that was pretty clever. Did you find um, it interesting that it's actually Howard Stark that that kind of delivers the prototype Iron Man suit in, in episode one? You know, the Hydra's Stumper. Well, yeah, and uh, it it kind of begs the question of did did Howard Stark dabble in in that those sort of robotics and maybe maybe his oh, son yeah. stole the idea from his dad when it came to Iron Man. What's the um? There's an there. Oh, maybe it was in the Peggy Carter show. There's something in there where they actually show him, uh, and and maybe it's Tony reading blueprints from something his dad did, and it, it it's like a it's armor. And stuff like that. So they kind of played with that a little bit too. I mean, and, his dad and, was and, definitely a genius too. Yeah, I was gonna say in the episode uh, that we were just talking about with Tony and Killmonger, there's a scene where he's saying, "Maybe if we miniaturize the arc react." No, that's a dumb idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Such a good thing. Um, well, I thought I don't know if you guys tried to step away for a minute, but I don't know if you guys mentioned. I thought one of the funniest things was. When uh, the the Watcher was gathering up for the ninth episode, gathering up all of the Avengers that he wanted to do, and he's like, "Not you, Stark," and he just like takes off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, which, I think which that... never would have happened in the regular Avengers thing because he was like integral to the whole. Like he was, I think, so, integral to the whole entire story. But the the Watcher's like, "Not you, Stark." Well, and that comes from that episode that wasn't shown where it's that's when she gets he gets Gamora. And there was an episode oh, that, that was season one, you're saying, wasn't it? I yeah, it was season two. No, oh, it was season, season one. one episode. Remember, there's only nine episodes, there were supposed to be right. ten. One of them well, was Gamora. Who knows? And, there's no like hard number of episodes with Disney. no, no, they, they actually talk about this that that one got uh shortened for some reason. That episode got cut, but it plays oh, out okay. in the final episode because everybody's like. Where the fuck does Gamora come from? We don't know. Yeah. But that was the episode was yeah. Tony Stark and her. I can't even remember what the story is, what they did. But that's the part where, he, you know, he, he steps up like, oh, and is like, not you, Stark. But that's the episode yeah. from where that came from. I got you. Um, but I thought that was hilarious. Oh, for sure. I mean, they they, they give him the, the, the stepchild treatment so bad in this season. But you know what? That's what he gets for not showing up and doing his own voice. That's right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, 
No, but I, I they, these were a lot of fun. Like I said, there's, I mean, out of nine episodes, there's five of them that I would watch again in a heartbeat. Four that I, I would really wouldn't. So I'll I'm, tell you what, I'd watch them all again. Like the series, if I would, I would watch the series again. I mean, obviously, I, I have did. a lot of work. I have a lot of work to do. But yeah, uh, no, I, I did watch it twice. <laughs> I, that's what I was yeah. saying. Is I did watch them again. You know, from my original watch, and I was like. I would watch episode. As a matter of fact, I've seen episode one more than four times at least. Yeah. Uh, I I would definitely watch the Doctor Strange because it is, you know, like Steve said, it's very interesting and there's some fun parts. I mean, he gets his cape a different way, you know, and while yep. he's he starts eating the little creatures all the way up, and I mean, it's got this yeah. this darkness to it that's really interesting. And like I said, I I I really really do like Doctor Strange. I remember reading him as a kid and really enjoying it. There's another animated movie out there, uh, Doctor Strange. It's a really fun one. I think I've talked about it before. That oh yeah, you you want to talk about getting some good story about Doctor Strange? That's one where it's another one where you're like, oh, it's so much deeper than the MCU. You're like, oh, this is why this guy's so fucking cool. <laughs> uh, zombie one for me is is just kind of fun for the first three quarters, and then I'd probably yeah. like, yeah, I'll jump to the next. Went one. a little <laughs> long. Could have been a shorter episode. I guess. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, episode eight, like I said, other than the kind of the over the top, just it, it started to look like a DC movie where they were just smashing through shit and smashing through shit and smashing through shit. Other than that fight scene, I really enjoyed that one. I thought it was kind of crazy too with Ultron. You know, that's a fucking big deal in, in the way they, and then bringing them all together, I thought it really closed it up. And I like the characters that they brought together. I mean, even, you know, frat boy Thor gets to kind of pull himself up by his bootstraps and not look like such a fucking doofus. Um, I really like the Black Widow in that, you know, it, it's that's and that's what I enjoyed about the episode eight, that Black Widow um, Hawkeye interaction where you're like, oh, fuck, man, we, you know. <laughs> The way we see him in so many things, that 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 interaction, that friendship with him is so deep, and it kind of plays out in that. And it's like really. I cool. really liked how they broke the, the you know, the, the fourth wall in a sense with Jeffrey Wright kind of going, "Wait, what?" You know, when, yeah, when suddenly exactly. he's addressed yeah. by Ultron or like, "Who's yeah. that?" Um, it it, right. it got it, it gave me kind of goosebumps when I saw it. It's like, oh my god, they're stepping outside a little bit, and um, yeah. I, I that was good. Nine was was fair. I I don't I don't necessarily. You know, I think even Jeffrey Wright, the Watcher, mentioned you may not know why these characters all fit together because they're all, I mean, drunk Thor or not frat boy Thor. It's like, who's going to choose that? But he said there was some sort of reason. He's I still worthy. Yeah, I still don't know. Uh, I didn't get the sense of what that reasoning was through episode yeah. nine. It it's, kinda... it's his hair. They had to have the beautiful hair. <laughs> yeah. So so here's, here's the thing that I find very interesting, and I didn't think about this until today. Like, obviously, the... Uh, the watcher who uh watches what's his no the the watcher who's in the the live action stuff um I, there is not one in from the loki action. no no not the watcher what's his name the oh he who should uh the, he who remains he who remains. He remains it's kind of to me that's they're parallel i mean to me a little mm. bit i mean they're both different characters me, no i know I, I well get, you're wrong though I'm, I'm i'm trying to correct you on this so um, someone brought this up. Obviously, you're talking. feeling better. Well, go ahead. <laughs> so, so, no, someone brought this up that uh, we couldn't have had what if if he who remains hadn't died or been killed at the end and allowed uh, the main timeline to uh, be able to be fractured and have these offshoots. And I was like, oh, that's a fucking cool way to think about it. 
like the main timeline was being controlled by the TVA, who was being controlled by He Who Remains. When he was uh, murdered at the end, it allowed all this what if shit to happen. And the watcher is kind of now the guy that's going, okay, let's let's see what happens. And I thought yeah. that was, I'm like, oh shit, that's kind of interesting. I don't know if you guys seen the trailer for Deadpool three yet. Yes. yes. Oh yeah. So uh, I did not expect the TVA to be part of Deadpool three. When I saw that, I was like, no, I'm, I, I, I'm my a, mind. <laughs> and the guy from Succession is perfectly cast. I'm so happy about I, that. I'm a little bit like, I, I'm, I almost don't know because I was kind of like. Fuck, I, I mean, I, I'm still a little burnt on, on Loki 2, so I'm kind of like, oh, do I really need to see TV? But, I mean, <laughs> Deadpool has not done me wrong so far, so maybe... I'm nervous, this- though. Third, yeah. <laughs> third, third iterations, never... I, you know, like, but- can you think, like, we talk about part one and part two, Godfather one and Godfather two, Empire over Star Wars. Um, you know, we talk about some of these other... Uh, man, uh, 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 Road Warrior over the original Bad Max, right, right. like things like that. So, like we talk about, like when two is better. Have we? Have can you think of a three that's ever been better than one or two? I would say Return of the Jedi. Evil Dead. Than their... Oh yeah, there. Maybe you go. okay. I I I I could not. I would say Return of the Jedi is better than New Hope. I'm definitely better than New Hope, but not better than Empire, right? Would you right, agree with that? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I would say I mean, that. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if Deadpool three comes in between no way. one and two, what? What are you talking about? Return of the Jedi better than New Star Hope? Wars, the original? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Last I mean, I'm, yes. Not, I'm not <laughs> saying I agree with that, no but I get, I get your point. That's your opinion. Right. So if Jedi is better than New Hope, then well, by Return all of the means. King got the you know got the most Academy Award. Ooh, no, that's the Oscar was I, the, Oh no, Two Towers that, is by, hands that, down for me my favorite. But that had, yeah. nothing, that had nothing to do with the fact that that was the best one. That had to do with okay, you've done three pretty fucking epic movies. <laughs> we have to give you something, and you're done, so we'll give you this. <laughs> Here's that and free appetizers. Now get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no, I see what you're saying, but I think Deadpool. I think they're gonna knock it. I mean, for one, we're gonna get comic accurate, fucking Wolverine. Mm-hmm. He's got the yellow costume on. I mean, we're also going to get accurate interaction between Deadpool and Wolverine okay. too. Like, okay, we're what about get accurate? Hey, Thor, Ragnarok. That's a third. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a third? That's well, a third. It's true. You're right. You're right. I can. I cannot deny that. Definitely better than two. I think Born Ultimatum is, is the, <laughs> out of the first Born movies. The first three. The third one is the best. Um, oh really? So some people are considered Toy Story three. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I looked up. <laughs> I looked up a list of trilogies, and I'm kind of going through real quick Honestly, to see. Toy Story three. A lot of people think is is a highlight of the first uh, three movies. Beauty but, uh, of the internet. Beauty but of the internet. Anyway, yeah. Ragnarok. I think is the one that that uh, that that has nails to be it right out there. here. <laughs> now, if yeah, Deadpool right. three would, pulls would... a Ragnarok, imagine. Oh, he, I mean, it's that much better than two, one and two compared to what. Yeah. Deadpool, fuck, it's going to be the best movie ever. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Best R-rated movie ever, if nothing else. <laughs> I'm, I'm just glad that, you know what, it's going to be so much fan service in it because they are bringing in so many people and characters. I mean, I've, I've heard rumors that, you know, uh, they're bringing back X-23 from Logan as a grown adult uh, X-23. Um, rumor. Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, they're just talking about Allegedly. all this. Sh- 
I mean, my, my favorite my favorite rumor is they're bringing back Chris Evans as Johnny Storm. Oh my God, that oh, I good. heard that. That's right. Uh, I've heard that too. That would, oh, we got oh, the new we, we got the new cast. I mean, I know it's a long fortune. shot, but I really, really want <laughs> no. it to happen. And you know what they got to do is they got to have Robert B. Jordan next to him, also as Johnny Storm. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and whoever the new Johnny Storm is as a new Johnny Storm. <laughs> that would be great. So, and yeah. you got the Quicksilver from Ultron, you know, rather than. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> rather than uh, uh, Boner from um, uh, WandaVision. Yeah, who was oh, in, yeah. in the in the yeah. So, the, he was in the uh, the. Uh, yeah. The X First class, first class. Yeah. Right. All right. So. Um, <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. So, I just was curious if you guys saw it. I, I it's one of those. Things I have. That, I have. I, I think we're. I think we're away from what if. I think we've talked all, yeah. all about what if that we could. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Maybe we could talk more, but it's it's. No, I, I think I, it's I get, a great series. Like I don't know what the whole series, the whole first season is rated, but I mean, I would watch it again. I mean, I would definitely watch it again. I think overall, it averages about a, a mid seven, uh, low eight. Um, yeah, so. which is good for IMDb. I just, I just really quick though, is there one part in the entire series that just you're like, I want more of that? Is there is there anything in there that you're like that you know, like. If you could get another two, three episodes that are similar to what it is, is there any in there that that was up like that? I'm just curious. I, w- I would have said, well, is there a favorite episode? But that's kind of narrowing it down. I mean, just was there a part in here? That yeah, I think like, we've all said I want our, more of that. Well, I, I've said my favorites, the Doctor Strange one, but I, I want to go back to that that moment. And this is hard to recreate because it, it's like it was built on the whole season where where the who is the watcher he's just someone that watches he doesn't interact and then and then at the end of episode 8 when suddenly he has to little, react you know yeah and suddenly he's pulled into <laughs> into this and I, like what? I say, I got chills. I don't know how you recreate that in a, in another season or you know that's just something yeah. that to me I like I like the the patience to build on that moment. I like Jeffrey Wright's uh you know acting style as gravitas his voice to, it really right. made that moment that much more more powerful. But I so agree was, with you. I, yeah, I I would say that the easy one that I'd like to see more of is the Captain Carter because it's so far in the past that there's so much you could do between when it actually happened and when we get the rest of the Avengers and what happens to her because she didn't plunge into the ice and get frozen and whatever did she yeah they um they they have her go into the the that wormhole kind of thing fighting that alien and she disappears and then then she showed back up well when uh captain or uh that's how she got that's how she ends up coming back it, right it, but she was like somewhere like she wasn't frozen like with steve rogers he was frozen right but I mean, right. she wasn't in the world for like that forty years. But she was like, somewhere. Yeah. Well, but it's a different dimension. The time works differently. She and we're in the like multiverse, she- so I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like it'd be interesting to see like how she survived because you go back to like uh, Quantum Mania, so ha- right? So with yeah. Quantum Mania, um, uh, uh, is it Rene Russo? I'm, I'm going to get this wrong. No, who's 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 Wasp? The original Wasp. Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer? Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah. So Michelle Pfeiffer, wait. So who played Thor's mom? Rene Russo. 
That's Rene Russo. Sorry, I always mix those two up. Anyway, um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, look at look at Quantum Mania. Like, she had a whole life in the yes. quantum realm. So it'll be interesting to see what happened to Peggy when, well, that's, like, the whole time she was. They explain in, it. She she. They explain she, it, but they don't show it. Like they explain. No, that, that's the thing. The time didn't work. She was only gone for minutes. And and they they explain in it. her she, mind. She went to a realm that the time was so much slower that our time went 40 years and her time went four minutes. Yeah. So I, I see what you're saying, but and and I, you know what? I'm with you, Bo. I I could take nine episodes of Captain Carter. Mm-hmm. I, I I I mean, give me all of it. I I'm all for right. it. Give me uh, Haley Atwall doing the voice. I loved everything about it. I I even enjoyed when she was kicking ass and kind of like. You know, getting into yeah. it, and I was like, you know, even though some of it was a little ridiculous because it's animated, they can do that. I was like, oh yeah, that's comic. You know, I, I, I was loved her for... like when she came back. Like, I love, I love the concept of Peggy Carter being uh, so, Captain. It's not Captain. It's not Captain America. It's uh, Captain Carter. Her name? Carter. Captain Carter, right? So coming back as Captain Carter, and I think that's just a great like concept. And unless I missed it. Is there any interaction between Captain Carter and, and Captain America? They don't. They haven't shown any yet because no multiverse the, interaction yet. No, not that we've seen. Okay. Not that I've seen. Um, because that. Well, I mean, I'm not. I, I won't spoil things. But Captain Carter okay. is back in in uh, season okay. two, and you're going to get some fun shit there, where okay. we're going to get some more uh, Steve Rogers, some more things that happen. Um, All right. You know, so, cool. uh, which is All one right. of the, <laughs> I was reading uh, reviews and what people were putting down and the amount of people that were bitching and moaning that there was too much uh, Captain Carter in this season. I was like, you're a fucking idiot. You know how you can downvote people's things? I was just like, <laughs> fuck you, fuck Lots you. Lots of thumbs you. down. So it's yeah. a lot of this. Why are you talking about yeah. season one or season two? <laughs> they were, this was season one reviews. Okay. Um, but I was just like, I'm like, really? Too much Captain Carter? Are you fucking kidding me? Um yeah. I, I just Those thought it just was just angry people with troubled childhood. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But anyways, so <laughs> me too. I mean, episode one is my favorite of, of all these. Uh, I just, I, I love the Captain Carter story. I think it really fits. I, I mean, I would love to see this in the, in the cinematic universe. But like I also said earlier in this episode, I really enjoyed um, the Captain Carter or Peggy Carter uh, TV show when it was on. I thought it was mm-hmm. really well done. I thought it was really well set up. I was I was bummed when it only got two seasons, and I, I think they could have really done some cool shit with it. So, I, I was all for more of that. Um, you should check out uh, the new uh, Mission Impossible Seven. I think it's on uh, Paramount Plus now, and mm-hmm. because Haley Atwell stars in it alongside Tom. I'm all, yeah. I'm all for more Haley Atwell too. Yeah. She's she's great. I, I I wasn't a big fan of the movie. We watched it the other night, but it, uh, you will get. You will enjoy her. her yeah, I'll get some Haley. Good. Yeah. I'm all for that. Nina, you didn't get a chance to let us know what you thought. I guess I, I'm looking at uh, some like more granular stuff. Like I find it interesting to see like what happened to characters that, you know, are. I know you weren't a fan of the. Um, what if Thor was an only child? <laughs> but I really, but I thought it was interesting in that one that they brought Loki back as a frost back. giant, and it's like 
he was a frost giant. He didn't. He wasn't stunted, um, because he was, you know, raised in with his own people. But he was also like they were the allies of the Asgardians, and he seemed really happy. And didn't I think? Didn't he call Thor his, his brother from another his, mother? Or yeah, something? yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, which so one like, doesn't make sense because they they would have not been allies. <laughs> Those fuckers I, are mortal enemies. What if? What if? Come on, no. But, what but you if? know, but Odin, but Odin rescued Laufey's son and brought him back. And I mean, that could have... Led to okay, a okay. I mean, you know... I as, just did. As, you know, Byron and I have had the discussion that about how, what a big mistake Odin made not telling uh, Loki that he was adopted. And he could have saved himself a lot of trouble if he had just not kept that a secret. Mm-hmm. And I just, mm-hmm. I, and who knows, but it's just, I, I just thought, I'm like, that would be, that's neat. And it's like, you know, and, and I know it, it doesn't make for exciting, <laughs> exciting show, but it would be like, you know, what was, what was Loki's childhood like on Jotunheim? What was since, uh, since Bucky didn't fall da- off of the mountain down into the, and get captured by Hydra, it's like, did he get married? Did he have sixteen kids? And you know, did he open that, a mechanic shop? Been, you know, that would have been a good he? what if. Where's he? Yeah, it's you know, or what or happened what if, to the rest of the Howling Commandos? You know, it's just I, I, I'd, I'd love to see stuff like granular stuff like that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and you know what? Um, I, <laughs> I went back to see if my uh, my Marvel Unlimited. Uh, uh, subscription was still good and apparently i didn't pay last year or i switched credit cards so i don't have it anymore because i was going to go read some what ifs and i was like oh is this really worth 60 dollars again uh, but um <laughs> you know uh i it's one of those things is i get it and i read like heavy for a month and then i don't read it for another 11 months and then all of a sudden it comes up again i'm like oh is this really worth it but um i know there's a lot of what if stories out there and it would be interesting to see i like the fact that they stayed with the mcu and, you know, the fact that we're getting a season three, you know, we're going to cover season two next week. I'm really excited to talk to you guys about some of those because some of them are really, really cool. Again, to me, episode one set a tone and I was like, I'm all for this. Uh, there's some really good ones in this. Uh, there's some very interesting stuff in it. So I'm, I'm curious when you guys when we get back together uh, and see what happens, um, you know, but they also have a season three coming, so it, it's working for them. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, this could be one of those things is, is, is an ongoing. I Realistically, I'd much rather watch all of season one again than all of season of Moon Knight. Um, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Uh, so, or or, or uh, Secret Invasion. I would watch it season twice rather than Secret Invasion. So, I, um, I was listening... I was listening to a podcast today and it's um, it's one of the Disney podcasts that I listen to. And the guy on this show is like. Love. I mean, he he quit his job and moved down to Florida so he could go to Disney World every week. And yeah, he is like. Hardcore. I mean, that's where he makes his living. He has this podcast and um, that'd be nice. Wait, you can make a living out of this. (laughs) This, yeah. this guy does, but, and he, and he loves, and the thing is, it's, I mean, this is, this is a big deal podcast. Like he's had Kevin Feige on his show and stuff like that, 
So, um, but even he, they were talking about, they were doing like a year in review and they were, and one of his uh, guests was like, he's like, he's like, you know, there were some disappointments in the MCU and he goes, ah, secret invasion. It's like, so disappointing. <laughs> and, like, and if you knew this guy, he was like super positive. And I'm like, oh man, if he didn't like secret invasion, it must be really yeah. horrible. <laughs> I, I think it's gone down as like the worst MCU thing ever. And that's including, um, you know, the Hulk movie. So wow. uh, worse yeah. than Moon Knight too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Come on. I Moon Knight yeah. had its moments. It, you know? it just it was okay. It just needed more Moon Knight, and it's Moon Knight. You know, that's yeah. all or cut in half. You know, and just get rid of some of the crap. <laughs> yeah, because it had some epic right. moments. I thought, but Secret Invasion was horrible, and yeah. and it's still and and it's kind of like, well, now where are you going to go? You've made a fucking super super person out of a. I mean, I know she's an A list actor, but she's got B list acting. So um, at least in that ep, uh, season, so. We'll see how it goes. Um, before we get too far, I, I do want to say that we, we did get some emails, Bo. Uh, just so you know. Yeah, uh, we've gotten two emails recently. I'm not going to bring them up just yet because they were uh, requests for some movies. So we are going to uh, tackle those. Um, uh, you know, our fan our fan base is pretty big, but uh, I will say that these are all related people. So, <laughs> uh, But it's still nice to hear from people. Uh, so yeah, if you, if, uh, if you do want to email us and let us know what you want to hear, do it, do it. I'm, I'm more than happy to see emails. And matter of fact, I get giddy when I see my phone pop up with that little red circle on the message, uh, from an email from there. Um, but yeah, we did get some emails, so we will be, uh, tackling those at some point, uh, requests for movies. So, uh, it'll be fun. Um, like I said, next week we're going to be covering What If uh, Season 2. So uh, if you haven't seen it, get on that. Uh, watch them. I think you'll be happy. Uh, if you enjoyed Season 1, you'll definitely be happy with Season 2. I don't think it takes a downturn in any episode. Um, well. it, it, some of them may get even better. Uh, so I, I there's two for me that I was like, this to me is freaking out the park fun. No spoilers. Um, yeah, I, I'm just saying. Well, I mean... They're as good or better than than season one, in in, in my opinion. Uh, so it, it'll be fun to to get into that. And then um, me and Steve and, and and you guys are welcome to join with us. We're gonna hit uh, right before the Oscars. Uh, we're gonna do our Oscar uh, um, movie review, or basically uh, the the best motion picture of the year kind of review. We've already covered um, three of the movies, kind of like we did last year. Uh, we may get a chance to talk a little bit about Poor Things uh, before we get to that. Who knows? Because that was one we were going to cover. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, well, I'm going to try and see as many of these as I can. I think some of them are on, um, like, The Holdovers is, is streaming. Past Lives is streaming. Uh, Maestro is streaming, I believe. The rest you yes. can either rent or probably catch in a theater. So... Uh, 10 movies, it's not that hard to do. Get out there, folks. Support the theater. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, like I said, we've already covered three of them, Barbie, uh, Killers of Flower Moon, and Oppenheimer, uh, which are definitely – I mean, Oppenheimer has been killing it in the in the, the awards, so, uh, which it is now streaming too, I think, on Peacock. It is, yeah. Yeah, just, just, yeah. just uh, as of this Just dropped week, like right? last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. 
Um, before we get too far, I just, you know, I know it has been a while since we talked. I was just, uh, I wanted to give you guys a chance to say or, you know, bring up anything you guys have been watching, want to recommend to people, uh, or if there's anything out there, you know, another podcast, like Bo, you said you started listening to another podcast. If there's anything you want to recommend to the people? Uh, so I will throw out there that um, through the first Harry Potter movie, I've started watching the Harry Potter Whoa. series. <laughs> I just finished it tonight before the podcast. I uh, I watched most of it last night. Fell asleep. I was watching it in bed and you fell asleep. Probably yeah. start watching episode just because it was late. Not not because it wasn't a good movie. Just because it was so late. Well, well keep Let in mind, you just, just like the books. The first books are much more children's books, but they get more and more mature. Did, the did you read the, the books? Thing. No. Did you read? Yo, you no. haven't even read the books. Oh. No. So yeah, I so. I have, I have to just really say when uh, I saw the first movie when it came out in the theaters. And I left the theater and went straight to the bookstore and bought the book. Oh, really? And uh, that I'm interested is probably... to read the book, so I'll, I'll probably do them on tape, but or you know, on yeah. Recording. Oh my god, they're not on. They're not on tape uh, anymore, the of audio, course. But the audio books are really, really. Oh, fuck, good. they're not. I have them on tape. I have yeah. all of them on tape, and I because I, I remember when I first had my first uh, knee surgery. That's what I did: is I laid in bed and I started the tape. I fell asleep, and it clicked and wake me up, and I'd flip it over and start it again. You mean on but, cassette tape? You have them on cassette, cassette tape. tape? Oh my cassette god, that's great. <laughs> but just so you know, the audiobooks are so damn good. Yeah. The 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 reader is is by far one of the best in the business, and um, I, I I personally have listened to them on tape. Uh, or on Audible, uh, at least three times all the way through, minimum. Uh, I recommend the book so highly. But I was going to say, that was one of the fastest books I've ever read in my life. I think I finished it the the first night I yeah. had it, you know, something like four or five hours, which for me is amazing because I'm a dumbass person and I have trouble <laughs> reading. So for me to finish a book in one night is, like, incredible. Like, if I had told my English teacher that, she would have slapped me and said I was lying. But <laughs> but Goblet of Fire probably took you more than one night. I think it did. Yeah, I think after that, one, that, I, that, I, that, that was book four, and that suddenly became much they, more. They started taking me, like, weeks. But, yeah. but that first book, I, I literally left the theater, went straight to the bookstore, and bought the first book and read it like that. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for you to do that, Bo. It's, yeah, it's, it's I'm pretty excited. I mean... It's like long time coming kind of a thing. So yeah, so that's that's what I'm checking out right now. Nice, Nina. What about you? Uh, well, I wanted to let you guys know I finished. It's been a while since I've seen you guys. I finished Brother's Son. I just oh. want everyone to watch that because it's great. But we started a new show on uh, Netflix called Bodies. Mm. Okay. Have you heard of this? Yeah. And it it's takes place in four different time four different times it's like victorian times world war ii modern day and then like 50 years in the future and they all start the same where this they find this dead body this guy who should have been shot in the eye and is completely naked oh. in this alleyway in london and it's exact like he's laid out the exact same way and it's the police in all four eras try and figure out oh. who he is and what's going on. And it's it's good. It's good. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Based on a based <clears throat> on a graphic novel, so um That sounds good. I, yeah. I have seen that in my, my trips through the the internet services. It's cer it's certainly intriguing so far. We're up to like the fourth episode. Cool. So 
What about you, Steve? I know you're always finding something interesting. Yeah, well, uh, you guys have mentioned The Bear, and uh, nice. so I watched season one of The Bear on Hulu and absolutely loved it. I was stressed out watching it. It was <laughs> definitely got to me, but boy, that's a that's a good <clears throat> series. So I haven't, I think I just kind of glimpsed season two you know the first few minutes but i haven't i haven't uh gone into that yet that's on hulu so and i i get a got it got a lot of uh accolades this last award season so uh yes well, yeah. Yeah. deserved um i also watched i, I, I was gonna say when when you're watching that the the second season the thanksgiving episode is oh, quite possibly the most stressful episode of television you will ever watch oh okay great <laughs> but the next episode after that might be one of the best episodes of TV you'll ever watch. Well, called you know, the Fork. Yeah. yeah, my brother's in the restaurant oh. industry, and you know he's he's worked at a at a three Michelin star restaurant. He was the wine uh, sommelier uh, just just a couple of years ago. But yeah, and and I asked him about it if he had watched it. And he said no, it's on his list. He doesn't have Hulu, but he'd like to check it out. Um, it, but. Part of me is like, I don't know if I want to recommend this to him because he knows what that sort of stress is like. You know, that's part of, and, and I don't know if that's. I'll tell you this: I, I, I've worked in food service myself, and there's a couple of episodes in the first season, the the one where they have the, the to go orders coming oh, out. Oh my of the god! Machine. Yeah, yeah. I I'm just I was like having flashbacks. I'm like, like I was like, to to like when I worked in restaurants and I'm like, I, I can't, I can't take this. I have to say the episode that Bo mentioned, the, was it Thanksgiving or Christmas? Yeah. It's something. Was, yeah. was so rough. I stopped and I know, I know the next one's really good, but I have to, I have to work myself up to see <laughs> the rest of them. <laughs> the next one is so different and so good. It's yeah. such okay. Uh, okay. like, it's they do such a great job of like cleansing your palate of that previous. Episode. Oh my god! It makes and it makes you love okay. Richie. It it really does. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're kind of like I hated this guy, but oh my god, now I love this guy. Yep, exactly. Hundred okay. percent. Like, I'm, I'm a suit. I'm a suit guy now. That's who I am. Yeah. I'm a suit guy. <laughs> um, okay. Jeremy on, a, Allen White. Oh, oh, go ahead. Well, I'm I was not gonna done. say Jeremy. Go ahead. I know. I was gonna say Jeremy. He's he's the main star. He plays Carmi. Um, All right. He he's a, he was a big star in Shameless. I loved him in Shameless. Oh, so and, good in Shameless. And uh, the only thing is, I wish this guy would find a fucking brush or a comb. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what it is with this unbrushed fucking hairstyle for these young guys. But I'm like, comb your fucking hair, buddy. But anyways, I think he's Dude, great. It's working for him. He's doing oh no! Okay. I, oh, he's killing it. He's killing it. <laughs> yeah, no. If I can pull what he's pulling, he's like the hottest home. thing out there right now. Are you kidding me? Here, you know the reason why I'm mad is because I can't grow that hair. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, get in line. But, but I just, I'm like, what is with this fucking no brush hairstyle? Uh, the other thing I really want to say really quick is uh, Flack in the episodes. Right, we all know who Flack is. Um, he's the kind of mechanic guy. He's the one that does all the maintenance. Heavier guy, beard. All the tattoos. He is an actual chef. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the only actual chef. I said, actual that, chef. And I said that in the last episode. I said that in a previous yeah, episode. Yeah. He's the only person on the entire show that, that knows what the fuck is. Yeah. And I think it's hilarious. And he doesn't cook in any of the episodes. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I, I highly recommend The Bear also, Bo. Good call. Or, uh, Steve, sorry. Steve. Uh, True Detective season four. They just finished that. Uh, six episodes. Uh 
not that great. I think Fortitude is a better series, which is it's very reminiscent of that this season. Uh, season one of True Detective is hands down one of the best seasons of TV you've, you'll ever watch if you want something really good. This one's fair. Although I do love the, the opening song in season four. It's a Billie Eilish song, which just sets the mood for this uh, really effectively. And I'd never listen to to her music um so yeah. that was that was nice um i got a chance to watch old boy and uh, <laughs> oh, so what'd you think uh what'd you I, think it's I, I don't know noah had did you watch it yet i have not watched you have it not yet. i don't know if i want to but say I, too much because all right, it's, all right. it's it's one of those you have to kind of endure at first but boy it goes places i i would i would tell you what <laughs> i will i will watch it by next week and we can discuss it uh at the end of the episode. Um, and the last okay. thing I'll say is I rewatched, uh, I don't know how long it's going to still be on Max, but uh, Dune's the f- part one because Dune part two is coming out in, in a couple weeks and I am so looking forward to that. Uh, Vinny Del Nuve is, you know, I think one of the best directors out right now. So uh, I'm, I'm anxious to get the theater on opening night. And, and just to throw out, uh, Logan is also the third Wolverine. So there's another third that is hands down the best wolverine movie i want to make sure you guys are talking about old boy that is uh, now on netflix right yes it's, yes, it's, yes, it's yes asian film yeah. it's been a hard one to find you couldn't even rent it it's all it's like yeah it, it was it yeah. was gone but, yeah, i remember i just looked the other day and i saw it was on netflix i'm like i gotta tell these guys i yep. gotta tell yeah. these guys i watched okay, it, I think I, that I, night <laughs> i will watch that okay uh all right good uh, so I've kind of gone down a rabbit hole. Um, Nina, did I'm you on... get to say what you're watching yet? I did. Okay, you did. You're right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, oh, you, you did. Know, I, I'm sorry. I, I run this thing, but that's okay. Um, anyways, I was going to say, uh, so I got yeah, down fastly, this rabbit hole. but that's okay. <laughs> hey, that's how I do it. Um, I'm on, uh, I'm on uh, TikTok, and uh, recently I found um, some old clips of The Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. Uh, and <laughs> the the joy it brought me because I that's one of the only late night shows I've ever watched religiously. Something about Craig Ferguson just lit my soul up, and the guy is so fucking funny and so hilarious. <laughs> so I've gone down this rabbit hole and been listening to a lot of podcasts about him and just finding old clips of him on his show. Uh, so I've been doing that a lot, and and I recommend highly. What's go find stuff. What's the thing he says at the end of interviews? Like something about uncomfortable silence or or question. Oh, our mouth or mouth organ. What is it? You know, <laughs> you want to play the mouth organ, uh, uncomfortable silence, or um, yeah, there's a couple of different ones. Uh, He's yeah. so He's really fucking good. Yeah. But you know, the best thing is 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 you know he talks about that you know because I've been listening to podcasts with him. He's he talks about how that show will never be able to be done again because it wasn't owned, that time slot wasn't owned by the network. So they had mm-hmm. no recourse of telling him how to do it. It was actually uh, owned by, um, what's uh, the, um, how do I can't I think it was the late night show guy, um, Letterman. Letterman owned oh. those two hours. Oh, interesting. And they wow. couldn't tell him anything he could do. So Letterman just let him do his fucking thing. And that's why he was able to make a show oh, that people actually fucking enjoyed. Um, but anyways, this, uh, I this, also whole, found- this whole thing with the 
with the the dance numbers that he did. Oh God, he was great. And the puppets, I mean. Yeah. Well, no, his 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 co his co-host Jeff, the fucking uh, uh, skeleton. <laughs> oh my God, is so fucking funny. Uh, he just so. Anyways, I was gonna say he's he's gonna be he's doing live he's doing a tour right now, a stand-up tour. He's gonna be in Tahoe in like June, and I'm like, oh, oh my God, nice. I, I gotta figure. I'm I'm such a cheap ass. I don't want to spend money for tickets, but I'm looking at like. Two hundred dollars for meet and greet tickets, and I'm like, I'm a, I think I'm gonna have to do that. I, yeah. I really think I have to yeah. do that. Awesome. Um, that's, so that's very cool. That seems reasonable, honestly. Second row too. There's second row, yeah. front, and meet and greet for two hundred dollars, and I'm like, I, I, I might have to do that. I, I yeah. really might have to do that. Anyway, so uh, there's that. Um, we've also been watching Reacher on Amazon. Oh, nice. Uh, which is, which is a fun show uh, for me to watch because I really like it, and my wife is kind of into it too. I think she likes the the visuals. Uh, he's going to say he, <laughs> he likes Tom Cruise, little... right? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not the Tom Cruise. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> it's a who's the star of that? Who's who's the main guy? Some big motherfucker. He's uh, a yeah. football uh, player, right? Turns, he's not the best turn. actor, but he he uh, looks the part. But the he, he looks Alan, the part, which you can't say yeah. Tom Cruise ever did. <laughs> no, Alan Richardson. He, uh, he's not the best actor, but he does fit the part. Um, but we're enjoying that. Uh, but then the other thing, uh, once again, uh, TikTok came through for me. And there's a uh, John Ritter um, kind of flashback uh, pay homage to three, uh, Three's, Three's Company, company. Uh, that he did when he was doing Eight Simple Rules, where he comes in and he's the old guy. He basically is playing the the landlord, the Mister Roper. Roper. Yeah, the Mister Roper. <laughs> and I was laughing so hard, and it made me go Mr. back Furley. and think. It could be Mister Furley too, because they were both. True. Actually, True. it is. It is. It could be. It is Furley. The other it's guy. Furley. Right? It, is, it is Furley, <laughs> because at the end of it, he wakes up and he goes, "Oh, it's just a dream," and he goes to tap his wife on the shoulder, and it's Furley that turns over to, "I knew you were always funky," <laughs> you know, oh, and. My gosh. Uh, and um, so it made me it made me think about Eight Simple Rules, which was a was a great show that he was in. Um, he actually passed away when he was in that with Kelly Kuko. Um, and I, I started watching some of the yeah, rabbit, rabbit hole, and she was just talking like so emotional, talking about the, like the last things she ever he ever said to her. And so um, I found it on Disney Plus, so I'm going to start watching uh, Eight Simple Rules again, just uh, just as a kind of nice. like I need something on. But I, I it was just one of those things is I thought I'd bring that up just because it. It brought some joy to me, and hopefully, you know, maybe if other people enjoy John Ritter and and what a comedic uh, genius he was, that uh, people will go out there and maybe find that too. So, yeah, I love so, him uh, in Sling Blade. I remember uh, seeing him in that in a dramatic role. Yeah, uh, was something. And his son's actually a really good actor too. His son was on, mm-hmm. uh, I think, Parenthood or This Is Us or one of those two shows or something. So yeah, he did his a, sons. He did a really fun episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, exactly. Buffy's mom. Yeah. <laughs> He's such, um, I mean, such a good actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it sounds like we're wrapping it up. So I want to, I want to yep. uh, throw something out there real quick. Um, I think, I think, you know, since Noah's back from uh, having his his illness and everything, <laughs> um, do we want to reconsider renaming the episode for one, uh, renaming the podcast for one episode? How we sneeze it. <laughs> or do we just want to... <laughs> oh man! <laughs> you brought the cough back, you bastard. <laughs> That's funny. 
You know, if I was sneezing, I would give it to you, but it's it wasn't a sneeze. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't come up with another one that was close enough, but I thought it kind of fit. I, so. I do I do like that the how we sneeze it. That's good. That's good. Right. Cool. All right. Well, all right. if that's all we got, then uh, that's how we seize it. Hail Caesars. Hail Caesars. Love you guys. <laughs> nice to be back. Yeah.